Well, my name is Henriette, and uh, I've been here at Slotted for six years now. And uh, I'm the principal of a um, ordinary nursing home in the municipality of Copenhagen. And um, when I started those years ago, we were asked if we wanted to, to try and develop a rainbow profile. And that was due to the fact that there was um, some reports showing that old people being LGBT, they could have this fear of getting into a nursing home and jumping back into the cupboard, not, not um, um, being themselves, had to, thinking they had to hide away their sexual orientation and gender identity. And there was these problems connected with it of um, loneliness and um, uh, abuse and mental illness and so forth. So there was definitely a need and because there was a time also where the mayor of um, our area, she said that we could work with profiles. It was a possibility that we should develop a rainbow profile so that we could increase our LGBT competence. And we did not know what this was. And we, we did not, we, we just, well, we treat everybody nicely and uh, with acceptance and so forth. But we had to learn that we had, we were opposing our own norms towards the people moving in. And especially having another uh, sexual orientation and gender identity. So we had to learn to be non-critic in our approach to the people getting into our place to live. And this has, um, well, this was kind of an eye opener to us because it's not only the LGBT people. And if you move into a nursing home, I would not talk about your sexual orientation and gender identity for the first day anyway. But but this awareness of not, uh, me not posing my own norms upon you is in, uh, in general a, a good um, awareness so that we are open to who who are you and what what means something to you when you get into a nursing home um, but in our in this process we um, we had a lot of help we were co-creating this uh, LGBT competence with the people the LGBT Denmark and the AIDS Foundation and the sex and society and, and different uh, smart people having more knowledge. And uh, we, uh, we developed a four-step course in order to um, increase our LGBT competence. And this was about uh, being aware of the history and the, the, uh, the culture and the society, how it has looked upon LGBT um, during the Second World War, after the Second World War, uh, all the AIDS and, and so forth. Being aware of what was going on around us and what have met the people moving into the, the nursing home. Because our young people, they're not aware of the uh, Second World War or AIDS or, and so forth. Um, and another thing we had to, to talk about was uh, old people and sexuality in general. Because we thought if we're going to address this team of um, uh, 
identity and so forth. We needed to have some kind of awareness of old people and sexuality in general. What's going on? What happens to our bodies? Uh, what are the needs? What does it mean? How does it express itself? And so forth. And, um, and that was also a good process of um, increasing the knowledge instead of, again, you are posing your own norms towards the old people, you are more aware what is actually going on and how is this a very natural need. And we had this uh, happy suitcase with, um, with the sexual um, remedies, so you could have a dildo or something else. I don't know what's it called in English, but it's not being used very much, but it is just a also a, um, a reaching out and acknowledging, yes, you are old. Yes, you have also this need as everybody else. Um, and we also discussed, of course, with LGBT, they taught us a lot of how to be non-critic. How, when, when you are being the majority, how do you, as a majority, put your norms into the minority? And what do you have to be aware of? And how often do you actually do it? And also the courage to, well, you just have to try it out and start talking to people. And I think there was a very... Um, profound learning at the beginning we um, I was talking to the employees the people living here and their families how would you like us to have this rainbow profile and everybody said yes of course and we are always I knew one and once I also blah, blah, blah. everybody had some histories but there was this unit manager she said to me try and go and then see this man down the hallway I think he's gay I said, okay. And I went down and I knocked on his door and I talked, I told him about the idea and how he would like this idea, what was his um, point of view. And he was, of course, not of course, but he was very um, happy because that would be nice if he had some fellows to come in and they could share their experiences and so forth. And, uh, and he talked and because this was new in Copenhagen, we were having also a lot of uh, people visiting, visiting. And actually this man, he found some old friends because he suddenly appeared in the press and he started telling his story to everybody and, he, and people working around him talked to him about this, um, this part of his life, um, living together with another man and how they traveled and sang and so forth. And so my point is, that you have to talk to people about it, not only presume or think, but when you start talking about it, that's, that's when the person comes alive and becomes himself or herself. I think this is brilliant. It's a really interesting hmm. approach and one that is so obvious and yet... I'm sure it's very innovative. I'm sure lots of organizations haven't considered it. Um, and we know that people from the LGBT plus community, which is obviously a huge umbrella term for a very diverse yeah. community. Yeah. We know that people in that group um, suffer more from stigma and discrimination and mental illness as a result, yeah. and sometimes due to their sexuality sometimes due to a transition from one gender to another. 
Um, so I'm really interested in, in practically what advice you would give. Let's say somebody from a care home over here in the UK said, we don't do that, any of this, but we're really mm -hmm. interested. What mm -hmm. advice would you give to a care home to start their journey towards being more open and inclusive towards people from the LGBT community? Well, I think this these uh, four steps of uh, knowledge and awareness and try it out um, um, and and also that you you yourself have to develop. I myself have to look my prejudice in my eyes. Um, and that's okay. Um, but I, I also have my limitations in, in our so I think that that you just have to start talk to the society about it and then um, get some more knowledge, get some more stories, get some more uh, facts on how the legislation has developed, how the cultural and social society has changed during the 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, so forth. And be aware of how to talk, be aware of your own norms. Um, and, and that's a lot of talking. It's interesting, isn't it? Because you spoke about people who don't want to go back in the closet when they move into a care home. Yeah. Um, but I guess there are also people who haven't yet come out of the closet yeah. and move into a care home because of their life circumstances. Yeah. Maybe that is the opportunity they have to finally be themselves. So how, 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 how do you think, um, you know, the wider society needs to change to give people the opportunity to still make those decisions, even in their later years, around sexuality and around gender? Mm. Well, I guess when, when you get into a place and you sense there is some kind of acceptance, acceptance? Yeah. And I also have, I don't know where I put it, but all over the place we have the the rainbow, and this also symbolizing the, this symbol of, um, well, it's a symbol of many things, but also of LGBT a rainbow. And and this being um, visual, uh, that's also a little sign and invitation. We have uh, some here. We have some rainbow gatherings where the LGBT people meets once um, a, a week to have different talks with some volunteers and other people join too. Other people who are being curious or just find themselves comfortable in this company. And I guess in, in that sense, then if you if you have this wish within and you you get this acceptance of artifacts with science and so forth and it's addressed, it's a community, it's a get together, then you maybe feel the courage also to to um, take that step in spite of, of uh, your being at the nursing home. But because there is some security around you, that this I could imagine, but I have not, um, I have not experienced it yet. I have heard history of this man, but that was when his wife died and he took his, his step towards meeting a, another man in the age of 80 some. Wow. But I, but I think this 
feeling safe, um, being a safe space, uh, then maybe you could allow yourself to to fall in love with the, somebody else. Mm -hmm.